What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 3HL with Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Radio Row in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. Our thanks to Low T Center, among others. 1045thezone.com for more information. Danny Cannell used to play quarterback for Florida State and in the NFL and sits down with us now. Danny, what's up? How are you? It is great to see you guys in person. I know we I know. catch up throughout <laughs> yeah. the season and I'm like, I'm usually driving in the car, like running from one practice pickup to another one <laughs> with my daughters in the car and, you know, the cell service is cutting in and out. It's great to be here in person. <laughs> the energy is re- different. I really yeah. don't want to talk about uh, the NCAA in Tennessee. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's skip it. Let's skip it then. Hey, I thought you were going to go with Florida <laughs> State. Second. And I was like, that was off limits. That was on the no-go-there zone. Well, Florida State getting left out. Now that out. you say that, are you surprised <laughs> that it's just Tennessee and Virginia on this thing, that it's not yes, four schools? Yes, I actually am. Yeah. I, that was my first thing was, okay, this is just going to be the first of many that are going to follow. But I do think there is there is a similarity with Florida State suing the ACC. Yeah. yeah. Florida State's doing the dirty work for everybody else in the ACC that probably sure. wants out as well. For sure. I think everybody's looking at Tennessee and Virginia and be like, all right, you guys do it. You got and it. And then if you win, then we'll just top in as well. So they're kind of letting Tennessee and Virginia take the lead on that uh, as well. But we're on such – is this like a monumental time – and we're like the, the it's like a course of history is about to be changed dramatically. Yeah. It really is. I don't want to sound like too dramatic because there's way no. bigger problems in our world. But it is ten years college athletic college football. College athletics will be okay. College football and college basketball are gonna look completely different. But here's the thing they already have for the past three or four years. When you go see Carson Beck picking up a you know, a two hundred and seventy thousand Lambo, like sure he might have had it before, <laughs> but <laughs> now to be able to post about it, it you been know? Hidden. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> You? It is. You? I wish. It took I, a Lambo to get I you to wish. Florida State. I wish. I, I was disappointed the lack of offers I got. That was too much. My parents were with me on visits asking about what's the what's the uh, medical school like. And I'm like, no, no. Let's go have that conversation about what's really, what's what's at stake here. Wrong I didn't get any offers, man. I was bummed about it. So it, you kind of mentioned that just the landscape's going to look different. We've seen, uh, for the most part, a lot of coaches jumping from college to the NFL. Yeah. And that's the landscape of what college football is doing right now schedule wise nil recruiting all of this um to these coaches uh, boston college i mean you're a head coach in the acc is like peace i'm gonna go be a coordinator in the nfl instead john we should have listened uh Nick Saban has been saying this for a while. Yeah. Kirby I mean, smart. he retired. Exactly. Do you think he retires if it's not what it is? No. No. Yeah. Well, if he had five years ago where he had a monopoly on talent and he was able to, you know, just amass all the five-star talent, there's no chance he, he retires. But it is it's, it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I thought for the first time this past season, you saw him look exhausted. He's got a ton of energy for a 72-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like I, He had energy to go. But it is 365 days a year. It is 24-7. You have to be – because it's always been the, the, the knock against college football is like, you got to recruit. 
Yeah. And it's one thing to have to recruit high schoolers, but now once they commit, they very rarely commit until they sign the letter. So they're all, you always kind of – it's constant recruiting. Yeah. Then you have to recruit your own roster to yeah. make sure they're not leaving and entering the portal. It is – it's and a complete And then you have to mess. recruit the portal. Yes. Yeah. Then On you got to go out and get that. It is – and there's no structure. And it's so desperately needed that we've got to get there. I, so I have been a—I've been one that's saying, "Hey, let's pay attention. Are we paying attention?" There's coaches leaving, and there still are people that push back that will say, "Well, you know, they're making ten million dollars. Who feels bad for them?" And you're right, but guess what? They still can make ten million dollars in the NFL. Yeah, you know, and they're going to. Like, why would we be okay with losing some of our best coaches? Right. And then somebody will come back and say, well, Jeff Hoffley's not a great coach. The Boston College coach who left to be the you know Green Bay's defense coordinator. I I'm thought like, he did a, a great he did job with what he walked into. Absolutely. Look at what Boston College is trying to find now. Like, good luck trying to replace him. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. People don't feel bad for coaches because they do make millions. Right. But we have to think about the health of the sport because you're going to see sloppier play as these rosters turn over. You're going to see lack of development when you're going out and you're seeing a lot of transfer portal players. It's really hurting high school recruiting yeah. because coaches are like, why would I go that route and develop players when they're going to leave if they're not happy or they get a better offer? Yep. They can go you know, hit free agency anytime they want. So we've got to speed up and get there or else we're going to see this trend continue. Well, and I mean, outside of the football part of it, these good coaches that are helping to develop young men into men, mm-hmm. you know, and, and help them character-wise and, and all this stuff outside of the football Which field. I valued. I mean, that's, I mean yeah. we were kind of joking before about the recruiting process, but that's ultimately why I chose Florida State was Mark Richt was my quarterback coach. Oh, yeah. Bobby Bowden one. was my head coach. Yes. And you know what they sold my parents on? We're going to help your boy become a man yep. and a type of man that's going to be respected, that's going to respect women, that's going to have faith instilled as a part of his, you know, a football environment. Like, all those things were important. Now, parents, sadly, and players are just going in saying, what's the money? What, what's the amount? Yep. yep. You know, and they're not worried about the bigger picture because it is becoming, you know, the NFL. It is becoming less relational and more transactional. So the fix, what is it? What ha- What do you think? I mean, I know it's <laughs> no, yeah. a million dollar question. It is. But is it, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the power five or whoever, like, do we separate them? Who's in charge? Is the NCAA dead? What's the what's NCAA the will never die. But it needs to go back to what it was designed to do, which was to run amateur athletics. Got jaded. Go go put on the lacrosse championship. Go put on the soccer championship. Go put on the tennis championship. That's what it's for. You know, set the rules for those sports. Football needs to separate. Basketball probably does, too. And I think we're headed in the right direction when you see the meetings that took place, you know, this this uh, collaboration, this meeting of minds between the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah. We all yeah, know the that ACC they're separating. The so, not involved in that. Uh, we're getting, that? well, the ACC has its own problems of just surviving. <laughs> you know, so I mean, they're, like, that's what they're worried about if you're Jim Phillips. But that's where we need. need more. No, exactly. We need to yes. get to that. But I think that's a step in the right direction. And we need to get the TV companies at the table and say, okay, let's figure this out. The college football playoff, which I think people don't realize this, it's it runs the college football playoff. Like it doesn't listen to the NCA. It has yeah. nothing to do with the NCA. There's already a structure in place where they could come into play and help run the sport. Mm-hmm. They That's could a hire point. a commissioner. Maybe it's a Nick Saban. Maybe it's a Greg Sankey who elevates to the you know the commissioner of college football. Yeah. Something that goes and you sit, here's the here's the here's the rub. 
we do need to let the players have a voice in all this. So they, there's got there's still these you know fights in court saying no, they're still student athletes and they're still amateurs. Yeah. they're not. If they're named we're employees, out of place. look out. Right. So the, so let's Ugh. just make them employees and stop trying. We're the only people that are winning are lawyers. Mm-hmm. The billable hours are the biggest thing that's winning. Mm-hmm. Let's get to a place where we have a collectively bargained agreement. Yep. Let's give them a share of the revenues. Even coaches are saying this now. And what is insane? Five years ago, I was probably sitting here saying, "Huh." I love being a student athlete because I did, but the money has gotten so big. Yeah. I remember my guy, Ryan Rosillo, we got into a heated argument about this, and he was like, when's there enough money? Is there not enough already? And I was like, no. I have to, you know, I was worried about my daughters, you know, keeping volleyball and basketball programs alive. There is more than enough money to go around where all the non-revenue sports will survive. You can still have the players paid. You can still give them what they deserve, a piece of it, and we'll all be okay. Danny Cannell with us. Uh, I've got a sheet in front. By the way, if they are deemed employees, then unions, then all kinds I, of things. I, I was, that's exactly oh, it's going to be I was crazy. Gonna hit them. Yeah. The guys I, that graduate out need to be in the union and come back and make those decisions heck yeah. and have that voice. Yeah. So, well, no, no, no. I thought we were talking about, like, uh, 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 earnings and arrears. Like, we got to go back and figure out how I can get some money that, from yeah, 1995. I need, some, hey, hold on. I need some of that 1995 money. Right? Let's go. Hey, this NCAA football game. Exactly. Hey, tell us about Stunt. What you got going with that? I don't know how your guys' experiences on social media, when you go on there and you, and you want to just have an interaction with sports fans, all of a sudden it devolves and I get called. You know, it's funny. I'll have the exact same take and on the same thread I'll get called a raging MAGA supporter or I'll get <laughs> yeah. called a raging liberal from the right. same exact take <laughs> or I'll get things. called a racist or I'll get yeah. called this. All of a sudden it's like, what? I didn't come here to, you know, argue about politics. I came here to argue about the ACC being, should have been in the playoffs and I want to make the case for Florida State, and that's what I want to make the debate based on the merits. I don't want to have to go into all this, the nonsense that comes with social media. Stunt is the place to go for sports fans who are passionate about sports and want to talk sports and sports alone. It's also a great spot if you want to create your own following and create your own podcast and create your own video content. You can create your own following within Stunt. Hopefully one day you might be able to monetize that. There's also trivia on there. If you guys are big trivia people, do you guys remember the HQ went viral? The HQ game where you'd go in and you answer Answer eight, yes. eight questions, I think, at the time. Yeah. And if you answer them all, you can make you win the pot. Right. They've got a trivia section where you can answer 12 sports questions, a chance to win 500 bucks. If no one wins, the pot rolls over. That's a ton of fun. So it's a place where you can just go hang out with other sports fans and talk sports with all the bots and all the crap that's out there on social media. Go check it out. It's Stunt. You can check it out on any app store there is. It's really easy to download. It's really a cool, uh, cool feature too. It's really easy and simple to figure out. I like it. Love it. Said we weren't going to talk about uh, NCAA fights and stuff like that. And we did. <laughs> yep. Well, I hey. feel like he's our college expert, though. Let's go. I sure. mean, I get called a lot worse than that. I'll be the college expert. Danny, anytime. it's early in the week. Can you give, <laughs> I just uh, gave give you a, a compliment. Yeah, sure. Oh. I like the 49ers, and I am ah. a sucker because I bet it against Patrick Mahomes. I, okay. <laughs> I did so the last two weeks. Last weeks. against the Ravens. Yep. And I'm like, Insane. third time's got to be the charm. He does make you nervous, yeah. but I think the 49ers are the better team. Okay. And I think Brock Purdy's going to step up. I think it's a Christian McCaffrey game. If you want okay. to take a flyer, I think Christian McCaffrey for MVP, MVP. is the way to go. Because I think he's the like most that. important player in the Ooh. game, and I think he balls out. Love it. Thank awesome. you, Danny. You guys appreciate are great. you. Great appreciate seeing you guys. There he is, Danny Cannell. Check out the app, the app Stunt. Get it done. More 3HL live from Radio Row in Vegas. Coming up, 104.5 The Zone. Let's see. Something different for dinner.
searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here. Ma'am, our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started Three H L broadcasting live from Radio Row in Vegas at Mandalay Bay. Our thanks to Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, uh, Britt Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Why are you looking at me like that, Babsy? There was just no warning. I said, "Okay, here we go." Boom. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we right Listen, we got we got BJ at the table. We got we got people to talk to. We got family at the table. <laughs> Brian Jones, we run into you all over the country. CBS Sports. Brian, what's up, man? I cannot get away from you guys, nor do I want to. <laughs> Next time, please have some peach cobbler, or some fried pork chops, or something waiting for me. Okay. That, there's Vegas. your guy right there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's in the boom boom that's room. That's right. Now you figured it out. What do you know about the boom boom room, BJ? <laughs> Nothing other than the movie Life, Ray's boom boom room. Yes. That's where it came that's from. Came I know. I figured it. Uh, tell him about the gun line, boss. Tell him about the gun line, boss. Yes, sir. You gonna eat your cone, bro? Hey, man, ain't no See? cornbread allowed in this thing. You know what I'm saying? See, we're going to quote the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, all day long. <laughs> hey, it's been done before on this right. show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brian Jones with us uh, from CBS. Uh, so, noted Texas guy. Yes, sir. Next time Texas plays a football game, it'll be in God's Conference, the SEC. <laughs> Just means more over here. Did you know that? <laughs> I've heard that a time or two. <laughs> uh, and, 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 unfortunately, we are leaving the SEC, and we'll be primarily Big Ten now at the, at the CBS. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Texas, man, that's going to be a huge lift, a heavy lift each and every weekend. You yeah. guys see it. I, I, I've witnessed it for 20 years at CBS, yeah. and it's going to be an arduous task. But Coach Sark has built the team with that transition in mind, and, and he's done such a wonderful job, tremendous recruiting. Uh, again, today, <laughs> with today being signing day, I'm sure you have another great haul, but uh, not too worried. I think they can. They, they have an inkling what it's going to take going on the road, winning in Tuscaloosa a year ago. Yeah. That, if that didn't that let you know what the yeah. SEC is all about, knocking them off of that huge mountain, uh, nothing will. So uh, Georgia, I believe, comes to Austin this year. Florida comes yep. to Austin. We'll see if they bounce back. It's going to be fun, man. It, it, every say, game's, how fun is this? Every I game means something. You know, you'll have your little off weeks in there with a, with a, with a, a cupcake. But, uh, yeah, each and every week uh, the house will be full. It will be loud. And it will mean more. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Okay, we have to bring this up. You know we have to bring horns down up. Yes, come on. Listen, we almost wore T-shirts. Yeah. But then uh, (laughs) management might have made us change them, you know. So, listen. harsh. You know how the SEC is. I mean, Mm -hmm. like. 
people are doing like the throat slash. I mean, they're they're, they're they're burning our trees down in Auburn. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah. poisoning our trees down in Auburn. Like this is hardcore. So it's you burning. know, horns down is uh, is going to be seen in all these venues. Please explain to us why it's so personal to Texas. Because you're people. taking our our celebrated sign and you're inverting the hook'em. That that's why. Uh, and, and so, but here's my take on it. The great Mark Ingram, speaking of Alabama, and yeah. Heisman Trophy winner. Go Vols. Uh, it's a different type of shirt. Uh, what is that, a, a skirt shirt? It, uh, it's like a peplum. Yeah, anyway, peplum. glad he got pants on. Uh, listen, I... He I, had been in the boom room right <laughs> You can't get in the boom room with yeah. that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different boom room. <laughs> That, that ain't even loud in Nashville. Is it? <laughs> Some parts, anyway. Quit, see, every time I come on this show, You're y'all give trouble. me a trouble. Yeah. Every freaking time. Never coming on this show again. When can I be on again? No. Um, I understand. I'm going to share this with you guys. A long, long time ago, I was a sideline reporter for UT, and we were at a certain college town, and we were out having a few libations, and this gentleman decided to do the inverted hook'em in my face constantly. And I'm the type of dude, I'll give you three shots to leave me alone. Right. And he constantly did that. I can't believe I just did that. I demonstrated it. Uh, Glad we were on TV. But so I had to pop him one. I had to give him a rap on the beat. Dude, I asked you three times not to do that. But the people that hate Texas, the opposing fans, they're going to buy in it. And the more you squawk about it, the more they're going to display the inverted hook'em. So I love our basketball coach, Rodney Terry, but I thought he was wrong Mm. by even addressing Mm -hmm. that. You know how you shut them up? You know how you keep them from doing it? You win. Beat them. Just win. They're going to do it. The folks who know nothing about Texas, Mm they just are imitating what they've seen. Just beat them. And you don't have to worry about that. I mean, that's what Florida always says about yep. the game. Because when they when they get beat, that's all they see. Right. Other they players. Right. They get they're they're going to mock you. Yep. They are going to mock you. Do you ever do it? Like, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I couldn't wait to do the Gator Tom and the throat slash with it. No. That ain't going you, down in hell. You can't do anymore, Slay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So violent. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it across the chest, though. Hey, that's dude, right. Yeah. yeah. Black people. Yeah. So violent. Just angry. You angry. I had it built He got a job. And he's Angry. <laughs> no, I'm so, joking, Black America. Yeah, can we can we can we put you in the boom boom room though? What the hell goes on in the boom boom room? Okay, here it is, man. Okay. This is what we're gonna do. All right, the boom boom room is a room. It's me and you going in. We lock the door behind us. The only way you can get out of the boom boom room is answer all questions truthfully, and okay. I am the judge to that. If not, you will be locked in the basement with the Come lost on. souls. That's I all I'm saying. I am not scared of your questions. <laughs> Bring it. There you go. All right, here we go, baby. Brian Jones going into the boom, boom room. Lock the door, huh? Ah, yeah. Real simple to do. One First man, and foremost, if you had to go back and do one thing in your playing career, what would you change about it? What would I change about my playing career? Mm-hmm. If you had one thing, a magical, magical potion. I, I would have become. I would have recognized that I couldn't live off athleticism a lot sooner. Mm. Mm. I tried to do that as a, as a pro, and it didn't work those first few years. Yeah. And by the time I figured it out and then I was a pro and the work ethic that I needed to sustain 
that level of play act started getting hurt. Yeah. So, but that, that's what I would change. That's the only thing. Second question. Now, the transition from sports back into reality, what was something that you would have liked to go a little smoother in that transition? Um, hell, just the transition. <laughs> and <laughs> how difficult is it, It though? was extremely yeah. difficult. I was out in the wilderness, man. I, I, you see me now and, and, and what I'm doing, and, and I've been blessed the last few decades. But when the game was over, and there's no weaning yourself off of it. Nope. It's like turning off that faucet. It's, it's over, and you, you try to find yourself, your true self, your identity. You know, is Brian Jones at number 58 on his jersey, or is he someone else? And my business partner, Kenyon Rashid, and the reason we're here, to talk about our partnership with IBM for our, our latest venture, he, t- he told me something uh, when we first started working together. He said, when you go into these corporate offices, they don't give a damn how many tackles you made. They don't care how many thousand-yard rushing seasons you had. They want to know how you're going to affect their bottom line. Mm-hmm. So that helped that with that transition because it was so humbling. It was over, and I and, and I just, man, I was partying, wasting money, trying to figure out who the heck I was. And when I eventually put that ego, you know, put it aside and just got stripped down yep. to the studs and, and got really humbled. Mm-hmm. And, and I leaned on my faith, and, and it said, go take your butt back to school, complete your degree, and the rest is history. Hmm. Man, sound like you're echoing my story. I'm going to go and let you out the boom, boom, boom. That was real easy. Oh, dang. We I got him whispering in no, the no, big boom, boom, boom. He like, doesn't ever do that. I, 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 I'm, tell, I'm, tell, I'm, B, tell BJ how long you went at UT oh, it, I, to dude, get I, done. It, it, was, it, was, it was a long stretch. I finished in 03, went back to go get it. I had 15 credits remaining to go finish. By the time I went back, I had like 54. Thank you. That's what happened to me. So I go to the league, and then I come back. Uh, let's see. I left 90. 1990, I come back in 2000, 10 years later, and everything's changed. They got these computers everywhere. Over, yeah. Dude, <laughs> you know what the cool thing was? I like it now. I didn't know at the time. They say, well, you got to go to the bursar's office. Yeah. What the hell is yeah. that? Yeah. They ain't never going to no bursar. Because yeah. they That's go do the all that for is. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. You, they do all that for you. They get the books for you. I yep. had to go that. I had to go to uh, the bookstore. But you know what? It was great. Yes. It was a wonderful experience just being a regular student. I made straight days going back and man it was fabulous you know, I was I was a little concerned but those co-eds they loved my old ass <laughs> yeah. and, and so that was uh, the old uh, if I'd have known them what I know now right. you did yeah. hey, man. BJ you <laughs> made it out the boom you. boom room when you come hey, to whoa, Nashville we're gonna put you, what I got a boom boom room question Uh-oh. hit them hit them Babs just real quick get yep. is Texas really back hell yeah oh, that's an easy there one you go. yes we're back that's an easy one come but on. hey we We've been asking for like 10 years. Well, you don't have to ask anymore. There you go. They proved that Sark, they were Sark's back. got you back. He's got us back. Right, Jones, we let you out the Boom Boom Room. We're going to take for an extensive, extensive Boom Boom Room edition once we get a hold to you out of this situation. All right. But Let's you made it. it through. Good job. Thank man. you. Unlock the door. Well, well, well. What you got going, man? Edge three. My business partner, Kenyon Rashid, he and I, he's a former NFL player, and uh, we've known each other since his days at OU and my days at Texas. And we've been business partners for almost, well, now over two decades. And we, we developed Edge three to assist athletes and their families help them make informed decisions about this recruiting process, Mm. which schools to go to, what's a good fit, all these different variables that are out there. How do we aggregate that data and give them a a one-stop shopping uh, platform to 
get the answers to their questions because when we went through the process, we didn't know what the hell to ask these no. recruiting coordinators. I'm sure you didn't yeah, either, no, Ryan. You didn't know what to ask. No. We just went with the flair and the pomp and yep. circumstance, and yep. they were blowing our mind. And, <laughs> and, and, and so there's so much more to the process. And on the flip side with the coaches, how do they now mitigate risk in this new landscape with NIL and all the money that's associated with re- recruiting the players and the extra days that are associated? Today's the, the official recruiting day. This used to be the only one. Now you've got the transfer one. portal <laughs> windows. You've got the early uh, signing day in, in December. So they need to mitigate their risk, their risk by sifting through tons of data to figure out who's a good fit for their locker room, who's a good fit for their program. So we've partnered with Watson X of IBM fame, and they are going to power our platform, Edge3.ai. So that's the, that's why we're here to promote that partnership with IBM. And, and I can't think of a better partner than one that's been in business, Big Blue, for over 100 years. Right. Yeah. Uh, and for them to believe in us and our concept and, and with Kenyon leading, uh, leading the charge, it's been a tremendous ride. This is something that's been in the making for almost four years. And here wow. we are uh, able to announce this, this glorious partnership with uh, IBM. Perfect, perfect timing. timing. Well, it is perfect timing. Same day. Thank you. It is perfect timing considering what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Hey, well, good luck with everything. Thank uh, you. Always great to see you, BJ. I enjoy you guys. Anytime you need me, holler. You have my numbers. I appreciate I you. Even, though, number, even though you get me in trouble. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm about trouble. Horns up, down. I, 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 need, I need dinner. Oh, I'm going to throw this low-T center football at your ass. <laughs> okay? I'll let you out the boom I'm going to knock the key. I'm going to knock the key. No, I let me out. The boom room with my answer. You ain't got no key. You ain't got no key. How you get my answer was the key. <laughs> yes, it was. Man, he's funny. Thank you, BJ. Thank you. He draws a crowd. He just walks away from the table and everybody wants him. <laughs> we always get him, though. He's good. That is true. He's always good. Hey, um, it's almost time for the big game. Your chance to win catering for your big game party <laughs> thanks to Big M Pie. Right now, caller number 5 to 3HL, 615-737-1045. You win a super tailgate package that includes catering for up to 25 people from us and Pig and Pie. Uh, by the way, Pig and Pie, Nashville's best barbecue for 27 years. They do full range of high-end catering. Uh, you can call John for all your catering and barbecue needs. Email pigandpie at gmail.com or online at pigandpie.net. Good luck to you. Guess what's coming up? Uh, y'all are going to have a reaction to this. Kyle Turley and Jim McMahon, they are running for president. Jim McMahon, president. Kyle Turley, vice president. It's called the Cannabis Party. We're about to light this thing up on 3HL. Let's go. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here. Ma'am, our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at cumulusboost.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real. 
because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Broadcasting live from Radio Row in Vegas. Brent Norton, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay with you. Our thanks to Pioneer Heating and Cooling, among others. Get more information, 1045thezone.com. We've got a lot going on, and uh, we will continue the discussion right now with a couple of former great NFL players, Kyle Turley and Jim McMahon. KT, what's up? How are you? Good, brother. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for having us. It's good to see you. Uh, we, we leave Nashville to come here and talk with you here. That's right. <laughs> We're on the same flight and everything. It's same great. flight and everything. Yeah. Uh, Jim McMahon. Yes, sir. How are you, buddy? Well, still breathing. <laughs> still breathing. <laughs> Thank know, thanks to cannabis. <laughs> when, when, I was, when I was watching my favorite NFL team of all time, the 85 Bears, uh, I was thinking, yep, Jim McMahon's going to run for president. Well, this, this that is, is what's happening. Th- yeah, we're 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 trying to stir up the pot here. We're trying to uh, literally. We got to get we got to get rid of this two party system. You know, we're running on the cannabis freedom freedom party, and uh, we're trying to get more awareness about this plant. You know, it's it's been stigmatized for so long, and and uh, people still don't realize how good it is for you. You know, we all have a cannabinoid system in our bodies. We're supposed to be using this plant. We don't have an Oxycontin or Percocet or Vicodin system in our body. We have a cannabinoid system, and it's the number one regulated system in your body. And it's the only neuro, or it's the only patented neuroprotected on the planet. So why are these guys not able to use a plant that's actually going to help them and uh, help them restore their bodies rather than these pills that do nothing but mass pain and kill you? Mm-hmm. Cannabis has never killed anybody. So you're running for president. Kyle is VP. He's, he's VP because he says, I'm going to take the bullet. He yeah, can slide he, right in. Gotta, yeah, he's got to take the bullet <laughs> so that security is good for us. We've got to have good security. He's going to take the first bullet. they got to kill the guy about weed, you know. At, at what point did you guys come up with this idea, this this third-party run, yeah, the, he, the Cannabis Freedom Party? Yeah, well, there's just too much. It's so ridiculous, right? Look at our political landscape. How absurd is it, right, of our choices that we have? And then uh, people don't know it, but The Rock's going to be the Democrat candidate. And then so, you know, we're in a... Trump's already teed it up. It's, he's already mentioned idiocracy in, a, in an interview, you know, just like all the, the, the cold stuff. So it's going to happen. And, and so we realize that you know, not only does this need a third-party system, which we have no chance of winning, obviously, unless we can get some, some Russians or somebody to help us with some votes. I don't know, I guess. That's, that's, that's who we got to call these days. Uh, you know. Turley, you never let us down never. at Super Bowl. You always, our social media accounts are always going to go off when yeah. you come hey, on. We never get a reaction. God, we, we never get a reaction well, we you. Should, it's crazy. You know, we're still talking about all these things in, in Tennessee, right? Yeah. All these great people. There's a great audience for cannabis in Tennessee. And we're still pulling over Darius Rucker. Give, give, give me a break. That's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that one. Yeah. It might have been the South Carolina Gamecocks that made it happen. But, hey, hey. Yeah. Right. In the Tennessee Vols. But this is the thing. So how, how far how far off are we? How, like, like, can you see that in, in the state of Tennessee? Can you see it coming on around? Uh, it should have happened. Uh, you know, I had emails back and forth. 
forth with, uh, you know, the governor and, and um, you know, I called all the police right. sheriffs, let them, you know, find out what they, my dad's a p- former police chief, FBI National Academy, still forms posses in Arizona and works with people nationally. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we've, we've got all these people in our sport that are experiencing this. We've had all this, you know, success with getting things done. But yet there's still this stupid thing that's keeping certain people from accepting the truth. Right. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. So hopefully Bill Lee listens to your show. I hope he does. Absolutely. I've been out after him, you know, uh, in, a, in a very cordial way to try to get this thing done. And hopefully we can get a meeting with him. I've asked him to support our political party. He sent emails back, you know, we really want to support this and, you know, the people. And he's got a lighting company, so he'd probably make a bunch of money, uh, you know, lighting up some buildings, <laughs> yeah. growing some plants. <laughs> uh, can, can we go back to, to where this all starts for both of you, though? Because I think it's important for people maybe that don't know your story, Kyle. I mean, we talk about painkillers and, and addiction to opioids and all of that. I mean, you were in the, the thick of it to where, you know, there was a time where we didn't know if you'd be sitting with us one yeah. day. Yeah, that's real. And, uh, you know, that's unfortunate statistic that still plagues our community, you know, and we deal with it daily. Uh, you know, from our community, you, you, you wouldn't understand the people that we know that are struggling with this disease. You know, you'd think, oh, they have everything. They've got all these restaurants. Mm-hmm. They've got all this money. And yet, you know, you're, you're helping them and going around them and waiting for them to get out of hospitals and stuff and just talking to them and being there for them when they're struggling. And they're there for you. And it's, it's a real disease that, that this sport creates. You know, amidst all the orthopedic issues that, you know, obviously as we talk about the opiate deaths, they have to stop. And not one person's died of cannabis. So, uh, you know, my situation, my story, I've been very open about. And it started there in Nashville. Post-career, I retired in Nashville. Um, I started a music career. I toured the country for six years. Coast to coast, over 100 dates. Opened up for everybody under the sun. And I had to move back to California because I was in and out of the hospital at the same time having seizures having all kinds of health issues dealing with this brain disease and all the you know things that have happened from this game and then more importantly what i've discovered is all the pharmaceuticals and so all i needed to do was just get off of those you don't need one of them i mean i played 10 years in nfl jim as well or more and and all these uh, the age keeps coming and we're still moving and we're still functioning on this level that keeps proving this plant out and that's why we talk about it the way we do for you jim like Kind of, kind of lift back the curtain and and why it's this cause and all of this is important to you coming off of, of so long of playing football. Well, like Kyle said, I mean, it's it's got us off the pills for one, yeah. got us feeling better, got us living better. Uh, we can I can remember things a lot better, a lot clearer now than I used to. Hmm. Um, you know, we all have a cannabinoid system. We're supposed to be using this plant. You know, we don't have. Uh, an oxycotton system or a Vicodin or Percodet system in your body. We, but we do have a cannabinoid system. Everybody does. And once people start realizing, you know, the truth about this plant, I think every, all this other crap is going to go away. That's right. How did you guys meet? Well, about 15 years ago, I was playing a concert at a Gridiron Greats event in the Super Bowl in Indianapolis, and uh, Jim was there. That was, was the there. first one I covered. Was the it? Indianapolis Super so, Bowl. Yeah. Nice. That, that's Super Bowl. Jim comes and hangs out. We were on the tour bus. I had the bus at that time. Jim comes on. We burn one down and hang out for a little while. And, and uh, it was, to run that was president. it. Man. <laughs> we talked about one day we're going to run for president. Me and you. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to change the world. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and here we are, man. It's 15 years that we started with these 
those efforts to try and address our community and all the issues that are going on with it. We all know those that played this game, our, our community is suffering. We yes. continue to suffer. All these fixes to football didn't work. And, um, you know, these things are still happening. So we really have to address this. And we know the answer. And the answer is cannabis. It truly is. That's why we're running for president. It's not a joke. It's real. We have the Safe Banking Act that can put a trillion dollars if it's money is your thing. Put a trillion dollars of cash, unbankable cash, back in the economy. Oh, we, could, we don't need that, do we? Hmm. You know, and then, uh, you know, the descheduling down to a Schedule 3 drug. That has to happen this year. And they're making it a political issue. You got Fox News saying, this is bad. People are killing people and going crazy. And some lady got off a murder because she killed somebody. And they said she was high on marijuana. And that got her off of murder. Like, no, these things didn't happen. Like, yeah. why is this being used as this political football? It doesn't need to happen. And, um, you know, the business that we've had, why can't we talk about our business? You know, uh, we've been turned down by so many media outlets to have interviews, you know, but they'll support if I had an alcohol company, they'll support Jim if he's got a dip company and he wants to go around and promote mm-hmm. his tobacco. Yeah. They'll support everything else, but they won't let us get on other shows than the you know good people that are hosting well, these local radio shows. It's absurd. There's always a reaction when you come on. Um, we all agree that we're, we're not afraid of ideas. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you don't like what's being said, that's fine. Like, make up your mind one way or the other. Isn't that America? That, that's fine. But we're going to throw this out there and see what you think about it. You know what I mean? Well, and not, more importantly, who knows? I don't want to care. I don't care what you think. I, I, I mean, I do because you're my friend and you're people, and I want to know what you think. But what does somebody know that can help somebody? You know, there's so many people struggling, and we have to resolve these issues in our community because obviously the pharmaceutical industry is only fixed on one thing: is getting people addicted to a new drug. You know, I mean, I, everybody's got the, the Ozempic now. You know, to get skinny. When uh, how many people, if they found out the truth, that yeah, you could huh. just burn one down and go to the gym? and you'll have a great day and you'll look amazing (laughs) and your life will be back like you had it when you were young and you'll start companies. We've got a multi-million dollar cannabis company we started. That's easy. I've been going around. I've been in uh, uh, New Hampshire at all the primaries with Nikki Haley, Dean Phillips. Tried to go to the Trump rally. The the line was a mile long. It's 10 degrees out there. We're freezing. All those guys glad to see you. Yeah, they are because they all know. (laughs) We ran into Matt Gates in the parking lot. He's been one of the guys from the beginning 10 years ago when I went to D.C. and lobbied for this. You know, there's real things that have to change with this, and hopefully they do, because uh, everybody can benefit from it. And we don't have to talk about the semantics or what people think. There's a truth to this, and that's all we're saying, you know, is the truth. And that's and that's what should be said. Jim McMahon, Kyle Turley running for president as a third party, the Cannabis Freedom Party, rev-mj.com. Yeah, rev-mj.com is our website, and then you can order our hemp products at uh, thegaspipe.net. I'm bringing one to Nashville. We're working on that location, a great partner of ours out of Dallas. Uh, And all of our hemp products are 50 state. You can order them to Tennessee, to any doorstep uh, in any state in America, in 30 different countries. And uh, we're exposing this plant in its full form. Uh, It's really important that that happens. Good to see you, brother. Thank you, Keep guys. Pushing. Appreciate I know you y'all will. letting us Most have that definitely. platform. Thank uh, you so much. Thanks for having us, Vice. Appreciate you, brother. That's awesome. Um, rev-mj.com if you're interested. Um, the Cannabis Freedom Party. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.